Welcome to The Makeup Historian, where we showcase honest discussions about the beauty and blemishes of various societies throughout the world and throughout time. I'm your host, Sarah Long, a former professional makeup artist turned history professor. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode. I know it's been a hot minute since I did one of these introductions, <laughs> and honestly, that's intentional. Most of the time, I really don't like to do introductions or too long of an introduction because I really want you to be able to form your own opinions about the interviews, or more so the polarizing topics that we go over. <laughs> However, this episode is a little bit different. I mentioned in the trailer and the first episode that the scope of the show has already expanded from cosmetic history alone to showcasing honest discussions about the beauty and blemishes of our society. But now, the scope has expanded once again. <laughs> so, from time to time, I'm going to use the show as a chance to give all of you status updates on different projects that I'm working on. And the one I really want to share with you today is the Museum of Cosmetic History. This past summer, I began the process to found the museum, and within only a few short months, things have already started to take off. Now, if you've been listening to the show, <laughs> you've heard me occasionally get very frustrated when I talk about the times that I have attempted to research cosmetic history, mostly because cosmetics are perishable. <laughs> so unfortunately for me, the primary sources I have at my disposal are limited. But in a weird way, that challenge actually inspired me to look at cosmetic history through a completely different lens and made me realize that I am probably meant to play a different part in the establishment of cosmetic history as a true historical focus. I may not have a vast amount of cosmetic heritage to study, but what I can do is make sure that it's there for future historians. Additionally, once I shifted my focus to collecting and preserving cosmetic heritage, I also realized that makeup was just one piece of the puzzle. In its simplest form, the term cosmetic means designed or serving to improve the appearance of the body, most notably the face. So makeup is only one cosmetic industry. Therefore, the mission of the Museum of Cosmetic History is to serve the public through the collection, exhibition, conservation, and education of cultural heritage from all cosmetic industries. So once I figured out the mission, locked down all digital real estate, and drafted the master plan, then it was time to establish the board of directors. And you've already met two of them. As of right now, there are four board members, myself, Jennifer Keel, Ben Cartwright, and my dad. <laughs> you haven't met him yet, but don't worry. He will probably be on an episode very soon. I mean, he really is the entire reason that I even got into history, so I feel like it's appropriate to have him on the show. <laughs> However, most museums typically have about 13 to 15 board members, so throughout the next year, I will be looking for the right people to join the team. If you are interested or you know someone who might be interested, please don't be afraid to reach out. My email is available on two different Instagram accounts. The one for this show, which is at the makeup historian or the Instagram account for the museum, which is at museum of cosmetic history. 
in both of the bios, there's a link to my email. So whichever account you want to go to, that's fine. <laughs> so if you're interested or you know someone who's interested, please shoot me an email. As if creating a museum about cosmetics wasn't fun enough, I'm also trying to break the museum paradigm. Think about it. Most museums are created because there's already a collection that warrants the need for one. But what if we created museums to bring cultural heritage to us? It is the 21st century after all, and I hate to say it, but eh, the history field may need a little bit of a facelift. <laughs> I know some historians may be listening and they might be cringing or thinking I'm crazy, and I don't know, you may be right. But the approach is already working. Like I said, things have been developing quickly over the past few months, and our collection is already starting to grow. I love studying cosmetic history because concepts about beauty, gender, and sex do not remain consistent across or within nations or throughout time. So the preservation of cosmetic industries will help us learn that a virtually infinite amount of perspectives exist all which deserve to be recorded and understood. Cosmetic history also prompts bigger discussions about relationships of power, the place of men and women within societies, political battles over the bodies, I mean, class identity, gender, sexuality, racism, personhood, foreign relations, consumerism. Simply put, <laughs> cosmetics are powerful. I recently got a chance to put my theory to the test when I interviewed Dr. Sung Wook, He's an economics professor for the Department of North Korean Study at Korea University, and one of his favorite things to study is North Korean cosmetics. See, I'm telling you, <laughs> cosmetics can lead to some pretty powerful conversations. This honestly was one of my favorite interviews, not only because Dr. Sung Wook is one of the nicest people I've ever met, but because I genuinely learned a lot and established a lifelong friend. I hope you enjoy the interview as much as I did. Welcome. <laughs> so I have to admit, I actually found you um, through a Refinery29 video where they were, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I saw that interview you did with them, and I actually am working to create a museum of cosmetic history. So I really yes. wanted to speak with you because you have access to that North Korean state beauty line, and I had yes. never heard about it before. So I was fascinated and wanted to speak with you a little bit about it. And it's just one of my favorite things to research. But if, and if I believe, I believe you have a background in economics, right? Is that? Yes. Yeah. So I'm curious. I mean, I would just love to learn more about you. If you wouldn't mind telling me a little bit about your background, what you like to study, and how you even stumbled across that cosmetic line. <laughs> yes. It is interesting for you make a research about the uh, cosmetic museum history. Yeah. It's the first time museum I've heard the be first. I've never heard the kind of museum the be first. Uh, yeah, okay. I don't I think it really exists. Research areas. <laughs> the, uh, even if I have a PhD degree about North Korean economics, 
Uh, whenever I visit the 14 times Pyongyang, um, I'm surprised that uh, many women have uh, much interest in cosmetic. And then many refugees arrived in Korea mm -hmm. in order to escape the pressure from the North Korean authority. As soon as they have arrived the, in Seoul in Korea, and they soon have a much interest in cosmetic because uh, socialist woman also woman. Mm -hmm. mm, it's the long history in the North Korean cosmetic. Mm, I write a book about the North Korean cosmetic and women's the the story back to the nineteen thirty and forty during wow. the Japanese colonial days. Yeah. Mm, during the struggle period by Kim Il Sung, the founder of North Korea, mm, they struggled to the Japanese colonial powers in Manchuria. Mm -hmm. um, they struck and they struck the Japanese village and areas. They confiscated many kinds of stuff uh, regarding the own right industry product and uh, food and uh, cosmetic. Mm. Mm, Kim Il-sung mm, discarded the cosmetic right and any other many woman stuffs. However, the many women guerrillas had much interest in Japanese cosmetics. Mm. And therefore, the Kim Il Sung changed his mind, and then Kim Il Sung confiscated the uh, Japanese cosmetic products and oh. then donated the woman guerrillas in his camp. And the many women fascinated about the Japanese uh, cosmetic and many kind of woman stuff. And then um, women and men have a good harmony and good atmosphere in his camp and guerrilla areas. Mm -hmm. And then Kim Il Sung realized that uh, it is very essential product for women to accustomed and satisfied with his life, even if there is a serious situation in Manchuria. Mm -hmm. um, and, and then the woman, as soon as woman had satisfied the his uh, Japanese cosmetic, and then um, the atmosphere and the culture had sharply changed. And then um, struggle had between women and men has disappeared in his camp. And the woman is very softly active. And then men and also like the woman, even if the tough period is. And then as soon as the North Korea liberated from the Japanese colonial rules, mm. and Kim Il-sung founded the uh, DPRK, DPRK in 1948, and then um, Kim Il Sung built the cosmetic factories in 1949 in Shinjuku areas by using uh, Japanese the remained factories. Oh. It's very early 
for Gimilson maker cosmetic factories in each countries. Uh, because the Gimilson acknowledged the power of the cosmetic, mm-hmm. it is interesting to analyze another stories. Uh, as soon as Gimilson found his regime, however, the men have never acted positively to build his regime. Mm. And then Kim Il-sung initiated the ideas and first moved the woman by using a cosmetic product. And that's the woman participatively active the making the regime. And mm. then men followed the movement of the woman. It is very interesting. Woman first and men next. <laughs> Kim Il-sung understand the psychology of the woman and then um, man minds. Therefore, the, the love for the cosmetic story has continued um, by Kim Il-sung founder, second leaders the Kim Jong-il and the third generation leaders Kim Jong-un. It's very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so how exactly did you begin studying this? Like, what kind of triggered your interest? Uh, when I visited the Pyongyang almost 20 years ago, uh, I collected the many items about the luge and mascara and skins. Mm-hmm. And then I decided to write down the North Korean cosmetic. And then um, I totally collected the 64 uh, items uh, North Korean cosmetic mm-hmm. and then I collaborated the Amore Pacific number one big company in Korea uh, I uh, donated the 64 items the uh, Amore Pacific's the research institute I hope the research institute the analyze the component of the uh, North Korean cosmetics uh, by uh, some level, some harmful effect, and what kind of made the North Korean cosmetic. And then finally, I concluded that the base cosmetic level is similar to the 1980s, oh. 1980s in South Korea. Okay. However, colorful cosmetic like the luju and mascara yeah. is the lower than the level of the uh, basic cosmetics uh, because the, it is, the situation is close related with the North Korean culture in society. Mm-hmm. North Korean women have uh, much interest in anti-drying uh, in face because North Korea, uh, the cold winter season, is very uh, cold wind struck the face. Uh, therefore, the North Korean woman have uh, much interest in uh, sustained the moisture in his face. Mm. Therefore, the, their product focus on the anti-dry anti in face, and then colorful cosmetic is not common to the average woman because mm. the 
North Korea society is very restricted by the control or region. Therefore, the, uh, every woman except the heroes, movie star, and announcer have no use the colorful cosmetic. So there isn't a lot of color variety within the line. It's very restricted, right? Yes. The um, average woman's the huge uh, basic cosmetic, like the anti-dried and the white mm -hmm. white colors in his face. Um, compared to the South Korea temperature, Pyongyang temperature is lower about the three or five Fahrenheit degrees. And then yeah. and women have much interest the anti windy, anti coldy, anti dry in each face. Oh. And you mentioned earlier it was about sixty four products about yeah. for the whole line. So what exact yeah. what type of products are in the line? Is it like face powder? Is it foundation, blush, lipstick, mascara, and is, does it have skincare in it? And then main product is focus on the lotion and skin. Okay. It's the very popular and common products. Even if they produce the rouge and mascara, even in the mask pack. Mm -hmm. Interesting for North Korea to make a mask pack. Yeah. Um, popular in Korea. Yeah. South Korea. Yeah, even if they produce the mask pack and the colorful product, however, it's very limited. And their main product is the skin and lotion. Okay. Uh, to um, protect the huge face uh, during the cold winter season. Mm -hmm. And then main material is composed of the uh, some kind of chemical component and then ginseng. Um, mm. Do you know ginseng? Mm -mm. Yeah, ginseng is a very popular component in North Korean cosmetic. Ooh, North you. Korean company is the usual um, almost ginseng in every product. It is very interesting for North Korea usual ginseng. Ginseng is a magic in North Korea. Therefore, they mix and match the, every kind of cosmetic to the ginseng. And, and I... uh, as you know, the cosmetic is very complicated the result of the chemical mix mm -hmm. and match. Uh, even if Kim Jong-un pressed to make uh, uh, new products, new products, however, it is not easy for North Korea uh, researcher to make a new product. Mm -hmm. and they cannot make a new original material. Mm, therefore, they focus on the mix and match by traditional natural source like the ginkomin. Do you know ginkomin? Mm -mm. Yeah, and another kind of the uh, Korean natural leaves and the tree and some fruits. Mm -hmm. um, 
based on the North Korean traditional medical books. Therefore, they researchers and uh, copy the uh, Western cosmetic, famous West cosmetic like the Shiseido, uh, Japanese Shiseido, and um, French. Mm. And however, the, they can't imitate the exactly the component of the Western cosmetic. Okay. Um, even if they try to missile and nuclear weapon, however, they cannot make uh, fix the uh, and uh, pressure pressure uh, pressures. Yeah. Uh, just a moment, I bring a North Korean cosmetic. Just a minute, five minutes. Yeah. Minute. Yeah. Of okay. course. <laughs> Okay, so they're copying Lancome. The color is similar to the Lancome products. Yeah. And just very sophisticated the uh, types. I guess the North Korea benchmark the South Korean products. Oh. And then this is the uh, rouges. And then skins. Skin. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and anyways, they make an effort to make a, a sophisticated and develop the products by a benchmarking or copying and research the traditional Korean medical books. Mm -hmm. However, their leverage is not high. Kim Jong-un joked that the even if the, he used the Western product of mascara, mascara mm -hmm. in the world, however, the mascara does not disappear. However, when the woman used the mascara in the world, mm -hmm. it looks like uh, some exotic and the mascara disappeared. Oh. It's ridiculous. Okay. So to make uh, masculine <laughs> rebels. Yeah. <laughs> and, and anyway, even if they try to make a new and develop the item and product, uh, mm -hmm. however, they have uh, some limit because the, they can't uh, original chemical component from the uh, when Western area, yeah. North Korea is restricted by the UN Secret Council's the, uh, restriction right now. Mm -hmm. They can't import the freely the original materials from the Western countries right now. 
Oh, okay. And do the bottles, do they actually have the ingredients listed on them, on all of the products, or, or no? Yeah, their ingredient is the composed of the first is the self-developed. Mm. North Korean chemical industry is very high right now. However, mm. uh, chemical industry focus on the for the industry for industry, not the cosmetic industry, light industry. Mm. Anyways, the ingredient come from the chemical uh, industry. Mm -hmm. And second is their ingredients come from the uh, Korea traditional medical stories, medical books, the, like the ginseng and the ginkgomin and another trees, the leaves. Mm -hmm. And the final is they uh, imported from China. Oh. And then also they have much interest in the import the South Korean developed uh, cosmetic mm. factories. However, South Korea can't export the uh, ingredients to the North Korea because of the UN Security Council and mm. then the missile and nuclear problems not solved right now. Yeah. And in conclusions, and uh, their ingredient, the three categories. First is the self-developed. Second is the uh, traditional developed. And the last, the import from the China or another third countries. Yeah. So I've heard rumors that somehow people within North Korea are getting a lot of products from South Korea. I mean, because in South Korea, the K-pop beauty industry is huge. Um, how exactly are they getting those products, and, and why do they want them? Why do you think? Yeah, as you know, North Korea is very restricted and controlled yeah. the society by a North Korean regime. Mm -hmm. However, the, their women and young teenage generation have a much interest in in South Korean K-beauty and K-cultures. Mm -hmm. mm, however, they use uh, South Korean K-beauty product in the underground market, oh. like the North Korean name, Jangmadang. And the, mm, there is a joke story in North Korean women. Uh -huh. uh, if some, some woman marry some man, if, they, if she receives a South Korean cosmetic present by, from woman, from man, mm -hmm. everybody envy hers <laughs> because the, she has a great ceremony, great <laughs> wedding. Oh. However, the, if the man if the woman received the uh, North Korean product, cosmetic product, mm -hmm. his wedding is so-so. <laughs> so -so. Okay. However, the, if North Korean woman received the low level of China product, China cosmetic, everybody criticized her wedding mm -hmm. because of the, they 
in very uh, humble the China low level producers. They don't like uh, China product mm -hmm. because the their side effect, their side effects using the cosmetic, and therefore the woman does not like the China product. Therefore, if woman receive the China product, mm -hmm. every woman don't like uh, uh, her weddings. It's a joke story. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Three kind of cosmetic is the sales in underground market, oh. and the South Korean product is sold by the very high price. However, the product cannot um, take the tag made by South Korea. Oh, okay. By South Korea. North Korean dealers crop the tag mm. made by South Korea. Uh, and nobody recognizes the items as a South Korean cosmetic. Oh. And then um, China low level product is dealt very cheaply, dealt by cheap price. Mm. Uh, every, every high level woman like the South Korean KBTs. Mm -hmm. And the uh, and, uh, research, research is the first rate of Kim Jong-un. Uh, we guessed uh, she using a Western cosmetic like the Lancome or another uh, South Korean high-level yeah. cosmetic. I, I guess that she does not using a North Korean product. Uh -huh. When I visit the Pyongyang, some high-level woman use a uh, very famous, beautiful appliance and cosmetic, like the watch and earrings. Then they use luxurious items. Mm. So what type of products are, are women in, in North Korea typically buying in this underground market? Do they usually want like face masks or lotion, skincare, are they buying lipstick? What are the typical products that yeah. mm. get bought? Underground, mm -hmm. the main items, the skincare. Skincare, okay. Because the luge and the mascara and mask package very limited items. And the skincare is main products, main items in underground markets. The, um, even if they have a coupon or they have a, some coupon and another buying tickets in a state shop, mm -hmm. however, the women cannot buy uh, uh, North Korean items, product items, because the, um, the product is very limited. Mm -hmm. Therefore, the woman goes to the underground market in order to buy uh, skincare and uh, another some specific effect like the whitening and uh, moisturizing and some women use anti-aging. Anti-aging. <laughs> very surprising. North Korea is also society. The woman and the character is similar worldwide. Mm. Okay. And after studying um, this cosmetic line, 
what would you say is kind of the ideal woman? Like, what do North Koreans consider beautiful on a woman? How should she look? Yeah, North Korea is very restricted society and then mm-hmm. controlled society. Mm, if some woman use colorful cosmetics in the street, mm-hmm. every man criticizes her looks. Okay. Therefore, the North Korea is very uh, high level man and the woman level is low. Mm. When I visit the Pyongyang, North Korean men smoke the almost 90% men. Mm. It's the smoking rate is very high <laughs> because they can't use another amusement facility and amusement mm. items. They focus on smoking. Oh, okay. Yeah, my smoking stopped almost <laughs> 30, 40 years ago. I don't smoke. <laughs> Whenever I visit the Pyongyang, I stressed by the smoking, smoking. Wow. However, I asked the North Korean counterpart, if women smoke, they angry about the woman smoking. Mm. And if some woman smokes, and then he imprisoned, imprisoned them. They're in three weeks camp. Wow. Prison camp, and then he's the uh, ideologist, some distorted, and then he cleaned his idea. It's very wow. <laughs> tough society. Oh my and God. Woman, woman is very uh, tough society. Yeah. Their first woman make uh, his uh, looks very tidy very clean, mm-hmm. very tidy and clean. And then woman is focused on the Confucianism style. Mm-hmm. And then do not smoking and wear clean clothes. And then acted very moderately and in a manner. Mm-hmm. And therefore the North Korean women is work hard and then pressed by the inside homework. Mm. Mm. In the um, March 80s, the Women's Day in North Korea. Mm. March 8th. Okay. Women's Day in North Korea. Okay. And the, every man give flowers to the woman. However, remaining day is the Every woman uh, confiscated and uh, donated by a North Korean man request, and uh, he, uh, she, maybe, uh, and very pressed by uh, working hard and uh, working hard inside an office. Mm-hmm. Therefore, the North Korea is the society woman cannot satisfy his life. Mm. Therefore, the cosmetic usage is very limited and controlled by the society culture and the society rule and manners. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> and so, another, I would like to add on one point. Yeah. Uh, we, Emory Pacific Research Institute, they analyze the ingredient component. Mm-hmm. Mm, there are some side effects 
component. Side effects. And uh, do you know paraffin? Paraffin? Yes. Paraffin? Yeah. Yes. Paraffin is now prohibited in Korean cosmetics oh. since the 2000s. It's very harmful effect, maybe harmful effect in face. Mm -hmm. However, the research can detect the uh, paraffin ingredient in North Korean um, cosmetic because the health level is very low compared to the South Korean. Mm. Mm, and they can't control the paraffin ingredient making a mix and match each North Korean cosmetics. Wow. Anyways, the, uh, South Korea also used the paraffin in making a cosmetic uh -huh. in, in 20 years ago. <laughs> However, <laughs> in South Korea prohibits the using of paraffin. Yeah. However, North Korea still use the paraffin. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So within the cosmetic line, are there products that are specifically for men? What kind mm -hmm. of cosmetic or men's grooming products are popular in North Korea? Yeah, it is interesting for North Korean men use the cosmetic these days. Okay. Mm, I check the North Korean men cultures cosmetic mm -hmm. using they also focus the skincare okay and the high level men use skincare cosmetic like the um, anti-dries and the moisturized mm -hmm. uh, and skin lotion south korean men use uh, skin and lotion every day mm -hmm. some women use uh, anti-aging the night, North Korean men realized the and the useful impact of the cosmetics in face, even if he's a man. Therefore, the North Korean increased the product of um, cosmetics for mankind. I think the less than five or ten percent men use uh, cosmetics these days. It's just guess. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually heard um, through the grapevine that there are set looks approved in North Korea for, you know, certain trends that women are allowed to wear and only those trends. Is that true? Yes, true. It's true. Wow. Mm, even if the North Korea developed the nuclear bomb missile, mm. however, young generation and uh, some uh, specific women benchmark the Western culture and South Korean uh, high-level cultures. Mm. However, they can't open it. They can't open it in the widely. If they do not publicly because the national security groups the check the uh, and westernized the corrupted culture corrupted mm. culture they are first um, some groups use uh, cosmetic and the western items in, in using the such a uh, corrupted item corrupted culture by criticize the regime Anyways, the, um, I guess the 30 or 40 percent 
uh, women use the uh, cosmetic. I surveyed the the use of the cosmetic in North Korea by refugee living Korea. Mm. Um, I checked the uh, three about three hundred women how to offend the what kind. I surveyed the, in order to write down the books and uh, almost 40% women use the cosmetic every day. I think the ratio will be increased uh, in the near future. Mm. However, the use of cosmetic is not closely correlated with the offline reform of North Korean society mm. because the control is very tight and very rigid right now. Therefore, anyways, I hope the use of cosmetic will be a seed, seed money and seed waters in making offline reform in the future. Yeah. I hope, yeah. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so in regards to the lip products that they have, what type of colors of lip products do they offer within that North Korean state beauty line? Is it red? Is it pinks? Oranges? What kind of colors are the lip products? Yeah, red color is the signature colors by North Korean regime. So they are as allowed you, to wear Yeah, red as lipstick. you know, okay. as you see, the North Korean national flag is the red color. Mm -hmm. And the, whenever I visit the Pyongyang, I was surprised the red color. Mm -hmm. uh, red color is some signed by the Red China, Red Korea, Red mm -hmm. Armies. Mm, South Korea is just, mm, invaded in North Korean Army in 1950 in Korean Wars. Mm -hmm. North Korea used a uh, uh, red color national flag. Therefore, whenever we see the red color flags we stressed mm -hmm. in the past. The trend is some little change. Anyways, the uh, red colors, some limited colors in cosmetic. And just pink, thin pink, thin crimson colors is very popular. Okay. Because the red is the very, very some um, special colors. Mm -hmm. Everybody can recognize the red color. Yeah. North Korean woman have to be careful using an original red color. Therefore, they, their popular color is the thin pink and thin crimson, maybe. Mm. <clears throat> So after studying this, what stands out to you about this particular cosmetic line? Is there anything really unique? I mean, there's lots of things that are unique about it, but you've had a lot of time to actually study it and you have access to those products. So throughout your time researching, what really stands out to you about that line? Yeah, uh, I focus on the collecting the North Korean product. Mm -hmm. I collect uh, 64 24 uh, two years ago in order to make uh, books mm. and then North Korea 
음, products totally AD1, AD1, uh, since the 1949s. Mm -hmm. Their items is very uh, narrowed compared to the South Korean companies. Um, anyways, the, I try to collect uh, books, collect uh, North Korean cosmetics, and uh, I um, have uh, much interest to analyze the ingredient. Mm. They, what they use the ingredient and component in the cosmetic. Mm. Mm. They benchmark tried the Western ingredient, however, they can't import the such a high level ingredient. Anyways, the, mm -hmm. um, I, I translate the Korean books, the North Korean cosmetic and the women published by Tweerjo in Korean language. I translate the English. Wow. <laughs> I hope to publish the books the yeah. next year. Oh, that yeah. would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, anyways, the, mm, North, even if North Korea is very dictated countries, dictatorship, mm -hmm. anyways, the North Korea is also society. Woman can live and enjoy the, his life by using a cosmetic. Mm. Cosmetic is very unique item in North Korean society. Uh, I think the cosmetic is a very is the seed money. Already, I make <laughs> I make sales. Um, and the, I hope the North Korea women will be happy by using a sophisticated and high level mm. products. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, and I'm curious, how exactly did you get these products? You've been collecting them for a few years, I understand. But how exactly do you go about getting them? <laughs> where Where do you find them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I I teach the Chinese students in Korea. Okay. Uh, many Chinese students studied in Korea University. And after studying, they back to China like the Dandong and Yeonbyeon in border city in North Korea and China. Mm -hmm. um, they freely visit the Shinichi or Pyongyang in China. And then um, they can buy many kind of North Korean products. Oh, and another okay. American citizen friends can visit the Pyongyang. Mm, even if the, they receive the permit from the uh, Washington. Mm. Anyways, the many Chinese students can buy uh, brand new items mm, and then they deliver to me and oh, I wow. paid them. <laughs> <laughs> I accumulate the items. Yeah, wow. And then uh, I sent the North Korean brand new items to the uh, Amore Pacific number one big uh, South Korean companies, the uh, research institute. They analyzed the ingredient and side effect and the wow. new ingredient. We checked the everything. Oh my gosh. It's the needle yeah. cost. <laughs> That's <laughs> amazing. The needle cost. <laughs> and the uh, shipping PM Trust Alpha. <laughs> oh, 
Yeah. Well, we're going to have to keep talking about this because you're one of the few people who really likes to research it like I do. So I would love to stay in touch and hear about your research as it progresses. And and I especially want to read those books that you were mentioning. Definitely. Just want the ice shoulder, my Korean books. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, can you see? Yes, yeah. Yes, can you see? Uh-huh. Yeah. That's amazing. Can you see the front page? Yes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then... Oh, I see, I okay. The, yeah. Every kind of cosmetic, and uh, I show the uh, ingredient. Wow, I'm going to have to buy that <laughs> right <Yeah>. away. <laughs> I will definitely you can, buy that. You can, you can buy the book to buy it. Korean Amazon. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Wow. This is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's a lot of work. I love that you listed out the ingredients. Oh my yeah. gosh. That's really cool. Wow. Thank you so much. This is honestly, this is amazing. I'm really excited and very humbled that you took time out of your busy schedule to speak with me. I really do appreciate it. Um, but and, and like I mentioned, I'm trying to build that museum of cosmetic history. So I really hope that, you know, we can work together and, and maybe, yeah, yeah, I would love that. Awesome. You, you, university is the Los Angeles? I'm, yeah, I work at several different schools um, within Orange County, but I, I also work Orange at... Orange County? Yeah, Orange County. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I work at a UCI, Cypress, and Coastline Community College. Oh, yeah. Yes. Kind of hopping all over. <laughs> yeah. But it was really... I loved hearing your perspective, especially because you have that kind of your economic background. So you're looking at it through that economic lens, which is very different than the way I look at it through the historical lens. So that was really helpful to kind of broaden my horizon about it. So I will definitely keep in touch with you. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you so much. You have a good rest of your day. Bye. Good luck. Thank you. Bye.